You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and this is The Wellness Prescription, brought to you by Healthy Planet. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host from her home studio these days is Dr. Claudia McKella. And I look forward to every show, but I've got to say you really switched it up this week with uh, interesting conversation. What can you tell us? Morning, Tina. I'm also looking really forward to this week's show, as I am with every week. But this week, I decided to switch it up a little bit, probably because I've always been fascinated with how the planets and their positions affect our daily lives. So the question is, what is astrology? Because that's what we're going to be talking about today. So basically, it's the study of the influence that distant cosmic objects, usually stars and planets at the time of birth, shapes our personality, can affect our romantic relationships, and it can do things like predict our economic futures. Like, who's not fascinated and interested in that, right? Well, absolutely. It's certainly fascinating. But there might be those who say, now, wait a second, what does astrology have to do with health and well-being? What do you want to say to them? (laughs) Well, that's a really good question. I'm sure that's going to come up, but I feel that it can help you understand how and why you do things, how to harness the best aspects of your personality for self-improvement. So by helping you understand yourself better and helping you understand others, you can communicate more effectively with your friends, your family. It can help you nurture really good relationships with all the people in your life. And to me, that is all related to health and well-being. Well, that does make a lot of sense. But what about, it sounds like an astrologist might also be aligned with a life coach these days. Do they do the same kind of work? So I would think that they would go hand in hand. Um, I feel like that's the direction that people are headed. We all need a coach in our lives. And, you know, I'm always about finding your tribe, and I encourage that. So find the people in your life that are going to help you so that you can live your best life. And I just feel like astrology can really help to motivate you. It can help you understand things that could be going on in your life at that current time. And if that means it's part of life coaching, then why not? The word that stuck out there for me was motivate. And I think so many of us these days, especially at this time, after what we've been through so far and who knows what's ahead, that word motivate really resonates and it will resonate with so many people, I think. Don't you? I agree. I feel like that's exactly what we need because I've been joking about this for weeks now, but this is feeling like the longest, shortest year of our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, So we need motivation, we need to look forward to things, and we really just need to understand that things happen in our lives probably for many reasons, and why not rely on the stars, the sun, the moon, and all the planets to help figure out why. It seems very natural as well to go in this direction and to help us attain that focus that sometimes we need in our lives. I agree with you. I I feel like we all need focus and we all need to look forward to something. And what I find really fascinating about astrology is that, you know, you have your monthly report. So based on your astrological sign, you can know what to expect on a broad scale for the month ahead. So you can expect like a Mercury retrograde, which we're going to talk about, and you can understand what to avoid during that period. And you'll just get through the month. You'll be like, whew, that month is done. Let's move on to the next month. So I feel like it will give motivation 
motivation. I feel like it's just some fun way to feel excited about the days ahead. And it's not about getting through it, right? It's getting more out of every day and, and your life. Absolutely. I mean, this is, I, I am very serious when I say life is not a dress rehearsal. So you have to do it once and you do it right and you enjoy every second of it and just know that, you know, not every day is going to be the same. You just enjoy it and learn from it. I think that's the ultimate message is just learn from every day. All righty. Can't wait. When we come back, how astrology can help guide you to live your best life. This is the Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Have a question. Question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059theregion or email us info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 1059 The Region, and this is the Wellness Prescription brought to you by Healthy Planet. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 1059 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. I'm Tina Cortez, and over to Dr. Claudia with today's guest. Joining us today on The Wellness Prescription is Courtney O'Reilly. She's a New York City-based astrologer and founder of Vibrant Soul Astrology. Thank you so much for joining us today. I thought we could start by having you explain how astrology works. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, so basically, astrology is really the study of uh, planetary cycles and patterns. So uh, if you're studying astrology or you're really into astrology, the deeper you get in, you realize you're really doing math. You're doing geometry all day. Uh, it's, it's the way that the planets are relating to one another uh, and the study of how that affects our lives here on Earth. All right, math, eh? Hmm, I'm not sure. But yes. <laughs> not usually my strength, but we'll go with it. We'll see what happens. Courtney, can you tell us, um, what does a person's astrological sign reveal about them? Sure. So this is what most people know about astrology, right? It's like um, when you ask someone, what's your sign? And they say, I'm a Taurus. What they're really talking about is where the sun was when they were born. Um, so the sun changes sign about once a month. It makes it really easy to understand. And just as within our uh, solar system, the sun is the center, right? All the planets sort of dance around the sun. So it is within us. The sun uh, is the core of who we are, our vitality. It gives us a lot of insight into our purpose, what we want to do, and how we want to go about doing it. So uh, it kind of makes sense, right, that, that we're all really focused on that, but we all have a completely unique birth chart that uh, shows us where the sun, moon, and all of the planets were at our time of birth. So it's a little more complicated the digger you deep. So I'm actually very curious about how the planets, like stars, the sun, the moon, they can help guide us daily. And, I, and I'm, you know, I know that astrology can help us with that. Can you dive a little deeper into that for us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is, this is kind of what you're reading about when you read your horoscope. So the astrologer is really studying for each sign, right, breaking it down into the 12 signs, what all those placements mean from the perspective of each sign. So, um, you know, this is an amazing way. It's kind of like the weather, but the planetary weather. This is the climate. The astrologer is translating it. It's kind of like a language, right? It's uh, glyphs and all these symbols. 
what the astrologer does is read that, this other language, interpret it, translate it to English to make it accessible and usable to us as the reader. Uh, and so they're really just telling you, you know, this is going to be a tricky day. This is a day of, of opportunity. So really, if you have like an important meeting, act on that day. Um, so that's really what they're doing. It's kind of like predicting the weather. And Courtney, can we ask them, um, how did this start for you? Oh my gosh, <laughs> totally by accident. When people ask, I, t- I laugh because I have a, a background in performance, um, acting. I moved to New York City 15 years ago and uh, went to small theater conservatory school. So that's really my background. Um, and around the time of my Saturn return, which is a really pivotal point in everyone's lives in their late 20s, uh, an astrologer will tell you it's your initiation into adulthood. Uh, I found astrology, or I, I say astrology found me. A friend told me about a class, I signed up, and it was just sort of all over from there. I found another layer to my calling and uh, haven't really looked back since. So I love that you said uh, in your mid-20s, um, Saturn returns, was that the expression? Yeah, so in your late 20s, you have your first Saturn return. So that what that really means is that Saturn in current motion in the sky returns to the exact same place that it was in at the moment of your birth. And it's a really kind of pivotal point in our lives uh, where we're assessing, you know, the foundations of our life, uh, what we've done up until that point. Um, to me, it's kind of funny because I, I think of your 20s as sort of like your adult infancy. You know, you're, you're moving out of your parents' house. You're making a lot of mistakes. You're trying things out. And, um, and then by the time you hit that cycle in your late 20s, it's sort of firming up um, all that you've learned and what you want to do moving forward into the next 30-year Saturn cycle. Oh, so it's not too late for me to go through another one? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, most of us will go through at least two in our lifetime. Yeah, they're 30-year cycles. Okay, so I'm probably due for mine very soon, right, Gina? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to (laughs) comment. So, Courtney, this show is about wellness, and maybe you can tell us a little bit about your perspective on how astrology ties into health and wellness. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, astrology, is, it's the study of planetary cycles. So really, it's, it's nature. It's tied so deeply into nature. And um, we are nature. Everything is interconnected. And so all of the uh, planets and the signs have correlations to the body. Uh, and once you start breaking down the natal chart and the placements and the nuance of all the, you know, pieces and how they come together and synthesize, you can um, actually have a whole reading just based on your health. Um, depending on how the planets are relating, you know, perhaps there's a challenge between uh, two planets that has a health indicator. And so it's a really nice way to kind of zero in if there is a health problem that's coming up to explore ways to uh, approach that. Um, You know, astrology, most people don't know this, but astrology has a lot of different branches. And there are astrologers who focus their whole career just on the health through the chart. Um, You know, other astrologers focus on uh, strictly finance and economics and tracking those cycles. Others uh, do mundane astrology, which is the study of uh, world events. I do personal astrology, so, you know, person to person, interpersonal. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, you, it's amazing. It's amazing that all the different facets uh, that you can look at explore yourself through this one lens, right? Astrology is just one lens. There are many others. <laughs> so if it's exciting to you, if it inspires you, get a reading because it really opens up opens up your perception and to see it in a different way. And I'm so glad that you said that, get a reading, because, you know, you mentioned in, um, in your last comment there about natal chart reading. So mm-hmm. I find it so fascinating. So what does that involve, and what knowledge can we gain from it? Because I'm going to book mine as soon as we yeah. pick up. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's invaluable. Uh, if you've never done it, I definitely recommend it. Um, it's, it's a really special experience. Uh, when I was learning astrology, it's kind of, um, I'll say, you know, it's, it's things that you sort of know about yourself because you're living it. You're the person living the charts, your life. Uh, but it helps you really zoom out and see from a sort of airplane view, the nuance of all the little things that are happening. And so in this way, you can kind of see, um, some of the, the challenges and things that you're constantly bumping up against, the innate gifts, areas of opportunity that maybe you could tap into more. Uh, it's important to say that we all have free will, so you're choosing what to do with this information every step of the way. And, and that's the cool part, right? You're co-creating with the universe every step of the way. And so if you get a reading, what that uh, offers you is the ability to tap in see what those patterns are, and then zero back into your life and use the information in a more conscious way moving forward. It's really um, evolutionary in that way. So just so I'm clear, when we are scheduling a reading then, do you say that we, or suggest that we come in with a specific area that we want to focus on? So we want to focus on our health or our professional life or our personal life. Yeah, you can. I, many people do. Um, you know, if you're if you're brand new, often people just say, "I just want to know about my chart, my natal chart. I want to know the placements. I want to have a better understanding." Um, I offer a couple of services. One is just the natal chart reading, where we just focus on uh, your birth chart, which is essentially a snapshot of the sky at the moment you were born, and we break that down. I offer another that adds on, and we look at your natal plus the year ahead, and that gets. Uh, more into building the building blocks upon the natal chart. So we look at, uh, write the planetary weather for the year to come, the big headline news as it relates specifically to you. Uh, and that's really where people have questions. You know, it's um, this year, you know, I'm really wanting to transition at work. Like, what's the timing like? Or where does the opportunity lie? Um, or I, I want to get married. That's electional astrology, uh, selecting uh, optimal dates for important events, weddings, surgeries, those kinds of things. Um, so, yeah, you can. Some people just come in open, and I'm open to whatever you have to say, and others have really specific questions, and both are valid. So, okay, my young children, for example, right? Like, I mean, I'm, you know, an adult and having my natal chart would be very inter- red, like having my natal chart done would be very interesting, but do you recommend having your natal chart done for your children so that they know what to expect could help guide them in their future? You can. I, From an ethical standpoint, um, depending on the age of the child, you would meet with the parent uh, because they're just not at a stage, depending on the age of their development, to really be able to receive Uh, that kind of information, and the parent offering them that information as sort of the the child's guide, right, kind of knows areas where maybe they're struggling or 
Um, you know, for example, if you have a, a school-aged child uh, and you go to the astrologer and the astrologer says, oh, my gosh, they have, you know, Mars in the third house. So they have a really hard time concentrating. What are some ways that we could, uh, you know, come up with practices for them to, to make the learning uh, much more active instead of, you know, stagnant, sitting at a desk all day or, you know, take an hour all at home, right? So a lot of kids are... Um, learning from home, learning on the computer, and so the parents have maybe a little more control with that, giving breaks or, you know, go run a lap around the yard and come back, and that helps them concentrate. That's, just, you know, one small example, but this is, you know, that's the discussion that the astrologer would have with the parent. It, it appears that this is a, an area of struggle for them. What are some ways we could work with that? Whereas if you were, you know, it would be unethical to speak to a small child about that. They wouldn't know what to do with that. Um, so I suppose the law, and this is a long answer to your question, I I would say if the, if the kid is maybe 16 or up, they could meet with the astrologer one-on-one, -on -one, but younger than that, you'd want to have the session with the parent. Right. Now, you mentioned off the top that uh, you're based in New York City. How are you conducting readings right now? Are they over the phone? Are they over Zoom? I do them all over Zoom, and it's great. I love it. Um, you know, I'm able to record the session, so you get to have it to keep, to refer back to. It's a lot of information, so that is helpful. Um, and it's, yeah, I mean, it works well. I do miss meeting clients in person. And, and, you know, I think we all just miss seeing each other in person anyway outside of work. But, yeah, totally over Zoom right now. And how mm -hmm. long is the reading? Uh, for just the natal reading, I do an hour. If you add on to the natal, the year ahead, that's an hour and a half. And then I have an option uh, for returning clients where we just look at the year ahead. That's also an hour. If uh, we haven't worked together before or if you have never had a natal chart reading, I recommend doing the natal chart reading first. That's really the foundation. It gives you a solid base to really understand the rest of it. Um, but yeah, an hour to an hour and a half. And so I'm going to bring it back a little bit to, I have a question because I know Tina's dying to ask you about Mercury <laughs> retrograde. <laughs> but, but I want to bring it back to relationships. So I think for listeners, I think what we would all love to know is how can we, and I know you've touched on it, but how can we use astrology to help you pick your life partner or to help you understand your life partner? Because I feel like that's a huge asset to understand who you decide to be with for the rest of your life, um, how you can understand them better, and just open up that communication. Yes, I love this question. And, of course, you know, people ask this all the time. People are always asking about dating and relationships because, you know, it's love. We all need that. And we, it's a big focus for most of us. Um, so I get asked this question a lot. And, um, you know, the short answer is that if you, if you look some stuff up online, you're going to find – a lot of things that say, oh, you know, you can't date this sign or this will never work for you, and it's um, a little bit hyperbolic. I don't really follow that line of thought because I understand that we each have uh, such a nuanced, complex chart, right? When, when you're talking about sun signs uh, in general, the earth and water signs tend to be compatible. There's a natural understanding there. The air and fire signs tend to be very compatible. Uh, and you can think about, I should say, right, that every sign relates, correlates to an element. Uh, the, the earth signs are, you know, Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. Water are Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. 
air is uh, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, and then the fire signs are uh, Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. And so, right, if you're talking elementally, uh, earth absorbs water and flowers grow. And if you put air uh, and fire together, air makes fire bigger. Uh, and so that's like a really general way of looking at it. But <clears throat> once you know, understand that you have uh, a chart with the sun, moon, and all of the planets, I say any sign can work together with a little bit of effort. Uh, because, you know, you could be uh, a Taurus and an Aries, uh, but the Aries has their moon in Taurus. And so the moon is on your partner's sun, which is a beautiful combination. So while there might be a little bit uh, of a difference in the, in the way you move through the world, there is an emotional understanding there. So it gets much more complex. Uh, but it is a beautiful way to, uh, to book a, a couple's reading, the synastry. That's what it's called. We have all these funny names in astrology. Uh, it's called Sinistry, and you layer the two people's charts, and uh, it's a beautiful way to see kind of where the, the challenges may be, where some effort is involved, but also where things just flow naturally and there's a lot of support. So, yes, I think astrology is such a beautiful way to connect more deeply with your partner. And yes, so complicated. So Dr. Claudia mentioned it already. Let's talk about Mercury retrograde. She brings this up all the time, leaves me lost. So could you help us through it (laughs) or help me through it? (laughs) Yes. Yes, of course. Another very common question. Um, The Internet loves to post about Mercury retrograde. It's like, oh, no, doom and gloom. Mercury's retrograde. Um, it's not tragic. It can be annoying. It's not tragic. Uh, all of the planets retrograde Mercury uh, much more frequently than the others. Uh, Mercury retrogrades a few times a year. It's pretty common. Uh, and in general, the retrogrades uh, really are just about rest and review. All the re's, review, reevaluate, refine. Uh, around what that planet represents. And Mercury is a little communicator, a communication planet, the messenger. So uh, it's all things communications related, commerce, uh, travel. And so it's annoying because for the most part as a society, we don't really like to slow down. We're pretty fast-paced, especially in the technological age. Uh, And so what happens when Mercury retrogrades uh, is that we're supposed to be going back and reviewing projects already in motion, slowing down, refining what we're, we already have in the works, uh, but we really kind of push a lot. So it's, uh, you know, it's hard to slow down and just accept that period of rest and review. But if you use it for that, it, that's like the, really the glory of Mercury retrograde is it's sort of cosmic permission to slow down, <laughs> which I love. Yeah, you don't give that to yourself, right? <laughs> and really the problems of communication snafus and travel delays is when we're really trying to push and just not give in to that rest and release. Right. I, I need that. I need a Mercury retrograde right now, I think. <laughs> um, all kidding aside, you have a book out. So let's talk a little bit about your book. Oh, my gosh. Yes, my first book. Uh, was released this year through Sterling Ethos. It's uh, part of a 12-book series. Uh, so I wrote one book in the series, uh, Zodiac Signs Taurus. So it's a book all about the sign of Taurus. Uh, you can find it at Barnes & Noble, anywhere that books are sold. 
I believe it's on Amazon, and that is uh, worldwide. Mm-hmm. And so why did you pick Taurus? I'm a Taurus. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I chose my own sign. Mm-hmm. I love that. So tell us, since you're a Taurus and your book is mm-hmm. about Taurus, give us a little snapshot about what people can expect when they meet a Taurus. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I think... I always say, like, the the Internet really gives us, like, a black and white picture of most of the signs. And so I think, you know, the the dark side of choices we get coined as being, like, lazy or um, unmotivated. But really... Uh, I say a Taurus in motion stays in motion. So if they care and they can see the value of exerting the effort, they'll just go, 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 go. We're very thorough. Uh, We're some of the most amicable people you'll ever meet. Very friendly. It takes a lot to get us riled up. Uh, You know, the saying is it takes a lot to get the bull riled up, but when you do, watch out. So there's that element of it too. But just very loving, generous. Taurus is traditionally the sign of spring. So it's, uh, you know, it's when all the flowers are coming up, it's uh, the most sensory sign of the zodiac. So heightened um, connection to music and scent and good food and, uh, you know, the physicality of the body. So sensuous, lovely people, don't rile them up too much because you'll regret it. (laughs) But overall, yeah, just the little lovers of the zodiac, sweethearts. Well, I'm so glad to hear that. I have a sister who's a Taurus, and you described her perfectly. Uh, Next time, we'll talk about my sign. But in the meantime, uh, that was an amazing session. If listeners want to um, reach out or know more about you, how can they do that? So they can go to my website, which is VibrantSoulAstrology.com. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook at Vibrant Soul Astrology and on Twitter at Vibrant Soul NYC. Excellent. That's terrific. Thanks for joining us. And Dr. Claudia, please remind our listeners how to connect with you. Oh, that's easy. You can find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Michaela or at my new website, ClaudiaMichaela.com. That's our show for this week. For previous broadcasts of The Wellness Prescription, Go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Connect with us on Twitter at 1059theregion or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 1059 The Region. The Wellness Prescription has been brought to you by Healthy Planet. This is 1059 The Region.